everyone to the Saniac podcast. We got a special guest in the house. Big size with us. Big size. All right. I'm Shawnee Suisa. This is my co-host Zach Calhoun. We're going to have an awesome episode for you guys today. It's going to be fantastic. Chatting shit with Big Side. We got lots of cool questions to ask him. Uh, drop anything you want to know in the comment section. Size also not just a challenge OG, but a Saniac OG. He was one of the first guests I had on the podcast. You can watch that live back on the Facebook page. Yeah, I think you were guest number two or number three. Guest number two or number three. Hey, you are insanely professional. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> in studio. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a pretty ghetto podcast, and I'm just saying you were on point. I thought you could <laughs> for a minute, girl. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, no, that was that was only my uh, my second or third interview. It was pretty awesome, and that was when I was doing them in person. So you came to my actual studio back in uh, in Koreatown, which is phenomenal, just a great space over there. Um, wow. But it was awesome. But I'm I'm wearing an OG Kobe jersey for you today. You know what? I was gonna wear mine today too. That's pretty funny. I was yeah. gonna have the exact one, but the one in black. Ooh, I love that one. Well, if I rock that, I can't have you rock what I'm rocking. <laughs> <laughs> We'd be matching. Yeah, no, this episode's definitely dedicated to Kobe. We got so much to talk about in this area. Size from LA as well, you guys, from Santa Monica. So, you know, it's cl- close connection to my heart right there, obviously. That's Uh-oh. Big, yeah. <laughs> That's a good um, thing. All right, so I think we just want to kick it off with the Kobe stories from the real world because... Oh, sorry, from Road Rules. Because yeah, that was... This- this became so major, obviously, after after the tragedy of of losing Kobe, of the world losing this this bright shining light, and then all of a sudden, you know, people start realizing how many different lives and mediums that he touched. Mm-hmm. And we look back on the second the second challenge season, the original real world versus road rules, and Big Sai, you just happened to be there as a referee, and I have <laughs> to think that you had you know being like a SoCal baller fixture i feel like you had to have played some role in this with kobe and reggie miller coming into to the show absolutely no role in it brother they gave me a phone call they're like size you know you like oops you're gonna love this gig we got for you i was like <laughs> how much you pay me what's it gonna be where do you need me to be at how long is it gonna be i get there i was as excited as they were i didn't know what was going on and all well, of a sudden, you, you didn't know what was going on when, before you walked out no clue i thought i was just gonna be refereeing a game and possibly road rules or something. They didn't tell me. So, you know, at the time, I had a few shows that I had been pitching to the network. I don't know if it was leading into that. I had no mm. clue. So I pulled up in the convertible truck, sat down, and was like, okay, they're like, bring your uh, referee stuff, because I ran basketball leagues at the time. So got all my basketball stuff together, and uh, I was on my way. Next thing I know, Kobe Bryant, Reggie Miller walking. I'm like, are you kidding me right now? unbelievable that is just the greatest story what legend nuts you know he actually told me that he was actually a fan of mine too him and his sis were fans no fucking way dude it was insane bro what a compliment i can't walk over him like that i'm trying to be cool the whole time (laughs) gotta be if you notice the girls were jumping up and down and screaming i was sitting there like damn in the house. I like, well, wow. I, I I bowed down to him when I met him. So he he came to film at my school some commercial, and I went like this guy who um runs the JCC like in Orange County. He let me yeah. go downstairs. Nobody was allowed there, and he's like, just stand right here, right next to one of the doors. So I just stood there. Kobe walks out of the room, and I was like, oh my god, <laughs> I couldn't even believe what was happening. He's like, hey, how's it going? I was like, yeah, it's going. I was like, this is just nuts. And then I That's chased crazy. him to the other end, the outside court. And as he was leaving, I bowed down to him. Out another level, huh? I mean, that was crazy. I was freaking out. I was in yeah. high school too. My freak out, my freak out strength was high. You know what I mean? 
<laughs> Anybody knows that, look, I, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm just going to say it. We're talking 1998. Kobe was on the come up. Kobe was a massive star. But He's everybody lucky. in the know knows that Cyrus was an even bigger star at that time, coming off the of real world Boston. Come on now. Oh, come on, man. I can't believe you just said that. You got me sweating now, forehead getting moist. Damn. But thank you. I appreciate it. But um, the things that man had accomplished up to that point in his life even was just remarkable, dude. Yeah. Like, so I, I live over in um, I live over in Philadelphia or in the uh -huh. Philadelphia suburbs. So I'm not that far away from Lower Marion. I'm I'm not that far away from where Kobe went to high school and and the the ties that he had to my area as well. And even driving through Lower Marion now, sometimes I'll be driving for work and I'll be going through there and you see the school and you see the Kobe Bryant Gymnasium. And I remember I drove past it not that long before it happened, not that long before Kobe passed away, and just seeing like all the love that he gave back to his roots that he gave back to that school. That's just, it's just, it, it's who he was, you know, mm -hmm. he was ingratiated to every community that he touched. Yeah. That's pretty insane, man. That's one of those things, bro. Like you could never predict that happening. You could never say something like that's ever going to take place. And when it hits, man, it, it's one of those things, like a lot of celebrities pass and move forward, but he definitely impacted so many lives, bro. Mm -hmm. So many lives. It was a tough one, man. It was a really tough one. Where um, were you when you found out? I was on my way down to uh, San Diego. Yeah, we were going down to look at a, at a truck. And um, it, it, yeah, it was crazy. I, we didn't believe it. My mentor called me and we talked about it. Um, mm. It was really just a really odd situation, man. Yeah. Same. I was so shocked. I didn't believe it either. My friends from Tel Aviv were the ones who told me. Like, I got out the gym and I was looking at my phone and I had all these messages. And the article they sent was in Hebrew. So I just like quickly, you know, translated my head, like the headline. And I was like, what? And it said Kobe, but it didn't say Brian. It just said Kobe. And I was like, maybe it's a Jewish Kobe. Maybe it's somebody else. Then I, I go to open up the thing and I'm like, holy shit, that's crazy. One name Kobe. We all know who Kobe is. That's the oh yeah, one. that's for fucking sure. So anyways, basketball wise, I mean, Zach is like a fucking basketball fiend. Let's just put so, it that yeah, way. So yeah, let, let me get into this with you, Cy. This is what I've been I've been dying to talk to you about for, for a long time. We've always talked about getting Cyrus back on the show because me, me and Shani, we weren't like hooked up doing the thing the way that we are now the, the last time you were on. So the, the way I look at it, everybody knows that you were, you were a college baller. Um, you, I follow your Instagram and I see you still going down to Santa Monica, you know, you're go, you're, you're on Venice beach. I see you. Still when are you coming out? All the time. Coming out to play with us? Dude, I wit. I, I you, would love to, I want to fly across the country. Right. I, I want to get in a run with you. Um, what I've always wondered though. So you're, as far as I could tell, I mean, you're, especially for, for the show, you're one of the bigger guys. You're like six, one, six, two, right? I'm right at six. Right at six. So with, with that in mind, now I'm sure like when you were playing back in the day, you were, you were probably, you know, you're playing, you're playing high level basketball. So you're playing against big guys. So you're probably a guard, right? You're probably a point guard, shooting guard. I was a point shooting. Yes, for but sure. When you're, when you're down on the beach, when, when you're playing, when you're playing down here or when you're playing with, <laughs> with other challengers, I would always imagine you had to be working them in the low post. I imagine you down there like, like Corliss Williamson or something like big nasty. I do all that. Yeah. I, I definitely got a post post game down there if I want to, mm -hmm. but um, you know, I'm definitely a three point shooter, um, score defender, but aging gracefully like a fine wine. I'll still get you drunk. <laughs> I will still get you drunk <laughs> and give you buckets from all over, but I'm not moving as swift as I was before. You know, the injury definitely messed me up really yeah. pretty bad. 
Well, be, before all this stuff happened, you know, my I, I was I'm I'm running at, at my local YMCA, so you know I'm playing that Y ball. Everybody, <laughs> which, which Y is this? What's up? Which YMCA is this? Um, out here, out here in the burbs, man. I'm I'm pl- I'm playing like you know Philly suburbs YMCA. Wake oh, oh, one of uh, <laughs> one of our star players was out there with you, man. Um, uh, Fred Crawford from the Philly area. He did really? work out there. Maybe that's, a little for you, but uh, he's one of those dudes out there. He was. I, I feel like that's a name I've heard in in circles, though, for sure. But you know, like lately, I've been or well, before all this happened, you know, I was running through playing old man ball, waking up Saturday mornings. Side, so if you were out here, you would be killing us because you'd be one of the bigger guys, and you're gonna you'd be I'm hitting old, from, dog. You'd I'm be old. hitting from downtown. <laughs> oh. <laughs> only if someone's talking smack someone comes talking smack guys like let's take a break let's go smoke a J. that's when i come in <laughs> well, so, the court i play at the monica though in santa monica the ball goes out of bounds cats is hitting blunts right there there's 30 dudes <laughs> yes. monday wednesday friday about 10 30 there's blunts all over the place you can do that your thing like if that's how you will me personally i can't smoke and get on the court at all it's a wrap you got you got to set yeah you separate it so, so i'll tell you what man hard. Blunt and then still ball. <laughs> it, when I finally, when I finally get out west, I, I keep telling Shani I'm gonna be flying out there sometime. And when I finally get out there, I'm mm. gonna cash in my, and I'm gonna get in a run. I'm gonna, I'm gonna meet you at Monica. We're gonna get on the court. Nobody calls it Monica. So I just call uh, it Monica. We call it the Monica. Yeah, the Monica. <laughs> I, I feel like I've, I've been ingratiated. Sorry, let me ask you something. So everybody knows that you're a baller, but what what are what's the ball what's the games look like for other dudes from the challenge? Who have you played with? I'm sure you played with oh, Mark yeah, who's Long. Good. Like who else can ball from the show? Who can't also? I was in a league with uh, with Derek for a while in Beverly Hills. Wow. Um, so so Derek can play a little bit. Derek well, him and Mark Long were both on my team, I believe. No way. Yeah, this is years ago though. What what's Mark's game like? I picture Mark Long being like Dan, like Thunder Dan Marley out there. You know, <laughs> like locking you down a little bit. He does a little bit of everything. I mean, he's an athlete. That's the difference now. The game has gone to athletes. And if you're an athlete, oh, yeah. like enough, you can play a little ball. Uh, Derek, too, all over the place. Guys move mm-hmm. for shaking. You know, they do their thing. Corey. Corey can go. I was going to say, what about Corey? Corey's one of the better ones. So he can't play soccer, but he can play basketball. That's for sure. <laughs> Even with his knee issues, he gets down on the hoop court a bit. You know. Uh, Wait, what uh, knee issues does he have? Oh, remember he, he was bone to bone in one of his knees. Yeah, he he was hurting on bloodlines. I remember. Oh shit! I don't know if I remember that. He played uh, he played college. Yeah, I think so. He messed something up doing that, but uh, he recovered pretty good. I mean, I'm mm. you know I can only hope to recover like that guy did. He did his yeah, thing. Lo- and- Logan says that he balled with Cy at Penmar. Hey, I, at Penmar, I haven't played there much at all, but that's insane. That was one of the go-to spots, you know, not far from where I grew up at, right there in Venice. Yo, that's awesome. I'm a Santa Monica kid, by the way. I can't play in Venice Beach. I could, but it became a moment when cats were just trying to get famous for saying they did something to side. Dudes mm-hmm. wanted to fight, thinking they're going to get on TV and whatnot. And in Venice, man, it was too much for me. So I'll play in like the celebrity weekend games and stuff like that. But as a whole, I don't really don't do Venice Beach. I'm a Santa Monica baller. Mm-hmm. I keep yeah. it that which is not half as grimy as Venice. Anything in Venice is. It's a little edgy, a little more artsy, a little grimy. That's definitely true. That's definitely but, true. But Cy, keep, keep it real with me. Like, when you were at Venice, if someone stepped you and they wanted to get famous, you, you, you put them down real quick, right? I wouldn't say that. I was saying I took a full court, uh, a full-blown tackle on concrete out there. It's not a good look. So <laughs> oh, from, a, from a guy from a guy five inches bigger than me, 
and you know about 50 pounds heavier like it was the business and i was like wow i couldn't say much he's with 10 guys on the sidelines waiting to rip my head off but you know i i took it gracefully lit my ass up and lit back on defense that's fucking uh, nuts though jesus my god it happens you know shit like that happens all the time you gotta understand if you're gonna show somebody up they're gonna try and do their thing if their boy's there their girl is there and yeah. you know i'm a shit talker <laughs> you know, it is what it is. I'm gonna let you know how it is. If that's what it is, that's what it is. You did. Uh, what yeah. about uh, what about Keithla from back in the day from Road Rules? Could he ball at all? Not a ball. <laughs> no, no ball. No. He's more of a footballer. He's not a baller. Mm -hmm. he was, yeah, he was like built. He was built. Eric Nice is a baller. Hey, oh. his dad coached the NBA. Did you know that? No, I, but that doesn't surprise me. The NBA ref. I'm sorry, not a coach, a ref. So is Eric, Eric's dad, I mean, Eric was, he was a freak. He was a physical freak back yeah, in the day. He probably still, he probably still is. Um, I mean, come on now, eating whole bell peppers raw. <laughs> the guy's out there. Yo, speaking <laughs> of Eric, speaking of Eric, one, one of the things I wanted to talk to you about, I think you guys did this like a year ago. Seriously, like when I saw this on, mm. on Instagram, it was, to me, it was so, it was such a big deal to see when you, Eric and Beth, you guys went to the real world LA house and you guys yes. were like live walking through it. Yeah, People don't even understand like how major that was. And Beth's like, Beth's showing where the Tammy and David fight went down and all that shit. Like that was like for somebody that has followed this stuff for so long, seeing that it, it, it was a, like a major event for me. That was a good time, man. Like um, it was really cool. Cause earlier that day we had a meeting at Bravo, uh, me, Norman, Beth, uh, a show we're pitching to Bravo. We had to go do all that stuff. And then that later that day, I had a meeting with Eric trying to produce the things and figure out what we're going to do with this whole project deck, which we're still working on. You know, you yeah. ain't seen the last, but we got some things out there. What's the project? Can we get a little taste? Um, It could be something like uh, us in our lives now. All right. Together. Okay. Okay. Together I like doing it. The, doing what we do business wise as well. I like it. That's a good tease. I think we can kind of uh, extrapolate from that a bit. Sai, you've always like you've always got your hand in a couple different jars, and I think that's what people always loved about you because <laughs> you're always hustling. You always have different. Got to do it, brother. That's that's yeah. the other way. You can't yeah. live out here and be okay. That's fucking true. That is fucking true. You just I know can't. New York is expensive and building all that, but LA is you're just not right unless you're doing more than one thing. Yeah, oh. <laughs> so, so true. You always have to have a bunch of projects. Like if you don't have a bunch of projects, then you're not living it right. Um, right. All right, let's talk about also the, a recent reunion you had that was on Zoom. It was the reunion that you had with Real World Boston. That was fucking cool. That was sick. How did you guys plan that? Yeah, I had an idea, and I'm like, I'm like, we got to do this. Like I had the idea, I came up with it, hit up Jay, and we made it happen, man. Actually, had all seven cast members together at one time. It's pretty dope. Yeah, that's um, hard to coordinate. I, I know you guys kind of kept that between you. It wasn't like a public thing. And the fact that you got everyone with uh, with everything going on in people's lives, you got them all together. You got them there. Just seeing the screenshot of that for well, so many people. The crazy part was one of us is the doctor in New York, Camila, during the time. That's crazy. Yeah. And John was actually speaking at a rally. You know, Congressman Duffy was actually speaking who would black us out, we could hear him the whole time, but he was going in and out, it was crazy. Like that was insane, but I was just glad I put it together. That's, that's nuts, man. For people that haven't seen your real world season, I mean, everybody knows that any list you see, the ringer just did a list, I'm sure you saw it, of, the, of all the, the best real world seasons ranked, and Boston is always, it's a top five, top three 
real world season and it just I came in see that though yeah yeah the, the, the ringer i think they did uh top 25 real world seasons i'll i'll, I'll message it to yeah you i saw something. that I'll, yeah i'll show yeah, you the yeah. link and and you guys are way up there and it's just obviously everybody's talking about all the classic moments from your season you with the mom from the daycare and montana given the given- with the friend the mom <laughs> friend from daycare yeah. the, the friend i've got um, the real story on this from the last audio mom right, friend. Yeah. <laughs> here is I, for for people that haven't seen it though and i know there's there's a clip of it somewhere online the best moment from your real world season hands down is when montana's boyfriend uh vaj Vaj, spelled V-A-J, breaks <laughs> up with her over the phone because he finds out that she was hooking up with another dude. And he's screaming at her. He's screaming, whore, whore, whore. It's <laughs> crazy. Yeah, that was nuts. I'll never forget that either. That shit was comical. That, it's, it's iconic. And that's just, dude, you come from a different day where MTV, like being on MTV at that time in the mid 90s was bigger than being on any network any streaming service that didn't exist. Like when you were on real world Boston, you couldn't, you probably couldn't go anywhere because everywhere you went, people were like, holy shit, that's Cyrus. I'm mm. watching him right now. It was definitely a different time, man. It was, it was awesome, dude. Like people don't get it. Like there was no other thing to compare us to. It was Absolutely reality not. TV at its finest. And the celebrities respected us for doing what we were doing. They were like, mm. when I had like the De Niro say, hey Cyrus, what's up, man? I love your work. And Marky Mark, or should I say Mark Wahlberg, is like, yo, what's up, Cyrus? I'm like, damn. That's, it, it just was a whole different level of respect. Yeah. But that was what people confuse what's happening now with then. Mm-hmm. Now you have scripted reality where they mm-hmm. tell you what the fucking do. Yep. If the cameras are filming, they don't get the right shot, they'll tell you, go back outside, come back in. We got to get a better, we got to get a better shot. Mm-hmm. You know? Back then, when it happened, it happened. If they didn't catch it, they didn't catch it. Move on. So it was about as real as you can get with the camera in your face. Um, you yeah, know, I mean, definitely not the same thing now. My God, everything is planned out, you know? Oh, go have that conversation again or go talk to yeah, that yeah, person. Yeah, yeah, Let, yeah. Let's get some drama going yeah. on. Yeah, you and me fight. Back in the day, like the personalities that these shows were churning out were just, they were larger than life. I mean, people knew you guys by one name because you were just the biggest thing going. Everybody knew Genesis. Everybody knew Montana. Everybody knew Cyrus. And then you guys preceded my favorite real world season, real world Seattle, which is just, uh, just, I mean, back to back, yo, your guys' seasons are just incredible. You go to real yeah. world Seattle, you got, you obviously have Steven and Irene. I need to get my boy, Steven. I've been trying to get in touch with Steven from up there. If yeah. you guys haven't been in touch with him, I need that because I got a project for him right now. I could definitely try. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah, I, I've been trying to get a hold of when MTV did the, the Real World Awards Bash. I've been trying to find a copy of that. I would love to, to watch that again. I think they did that like 07, 08, and they brought everyone yeah, that back. That was a pretty I could, cool gig. For, I could I probably that. find that, Zach. I could probably, like I'll that, try and find that. Please do. Like that, Can you get that's, that? Can you find it then? I mean, yeah. Yeah, I'm <laughs> get that to Cy. Get that you to millennials, help, us, help an old man out. I'll find links to anything. Wait, let's go back to the Montana. Montana Vaj story because I, I want to know what it was like from Sh- Shani, It's Vaj, okay? It's Sorry, Vaj. Vaj. It's not Vaj, all right? <laughs> back to Montana's Vaj story. <laughs> Let's go back to Montana's Vaj. Let's just talk about that for a bit. No, really, I want to know what that was like because I mean, from your end, like, how did how do you remember it starting? How do you remember it like happening? Just give us your. She your was like messing it. around with the other guy. Like, not yours, Zach. While, Cyrus. Right? I know. I know. I'm just trying. Oh, to, I'm well, excited. I mean, Montana was out there doing her thizzle. What do you mean? <laughs> You guys gotta understand two things. The weird thing about it is this is the first time they aired our names, what we look like, and where we live. They had never done that before. 
they put that on the media. So everyone's walking around like, boom, sorry, boom, Montana. They, they knew. Yeah. There would be, I can't tell you how many cans of drinks, gifts, panties, hats, <laughs> whatever you want to call it, end up at our front door. I mean, Shit. It was, a, it was ridiculous. It was like, okay, um, who are these draws for? And who's where these? And <laughs> they'd be lined up all the time, wherever you went. So it was uh, that kind of situation. And Montana was like, you know what? Got to enjoy myself a little bit out here and see what the fruits of Boston have to offer. And she was getting it, doing her thing. I can't blame her. You know, have fun. We all had fun. What are you going to do? Well, I wouldn't say we all, but I think we all had fun, but some acted as if they didn't have as much fun. I got you. Didn't play on them as, like they played on some of us because they kind of got me pretty good too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they got you pretty good. Uh, I mean, you guys were living in uh, one of the most iconic real world houses. It was essentially like a converted firehouse and they turned it into into the loft that you guys were living at. And uh, it's just one of those images. It's an enduring image when you think back on this show and everything that it was. You, you God, I, I can't I can't stress it enough, man. Like you're you're a big you're a big fucking deal. And, and people need to understand that. And me Thanks, talking brother. to you, me talking to you is a big deal. Dude, me yeah, and my mom, Zach's so excited for this one. <laughs> me and my mom used to watch these shows together. It's like it's it's a it's major. It's it's a bit of nostalgia that I love. I hold on to. It was a good time, man. The '90s were definitely a great time for television, and uh, mm. it was trendsetting. They did what they did, and no one thought it was going to last. Though this is just a fad, bro. They're still <laughs> doing it today, yeah. and it's like. It's taken over television in a lot of ways, shape or form. It's bigger now. It's crazy. Like there's so much, it's not bigger now in the sense of, of the impact of one show, but it's bigger now in the sense that there's thousands of fucking shows now, you know, reality TV is TV now. There's so yeah, it's much its own of it. genre now. Where can people watch old school shows at though? Other than there's a daily motion. Yeah, yeah. Daily motion has the good shit. Uh, Sai, this is what we've been talking about though, is I mean, and nobody knows about hustling and making that, making that paper more than you. Uh, <laughs> Viacom is sitting on a gold mine. We're talking about a network that owns the rights to real world, road rules, all the old Nickelodeon shows, all the old MTV shows, singled out, all that Wait, shit. Didn't somebody buy one through 10? Someone bought real world one through 10 last year, right? I or think there was, there was some kind of like CBS Viacom merger that they've been working on. I, I don't know I if think somebody- what happened. I swear to God, Netflix bought season one through 10 or someone like that, that last year. Yo. Whoa. Whoa. Or something posted about if that. Netflix bought seasons one through ten and posted that shit up on Netflix to stream. Whoa. Can you find that? So look that up. See yeah, who yeah. bought that because someone bought season one through ten, I believe. We got a pop in comment section right now. I know that everybody's Googling this right now. Pe people, <laughs> sorry, I have I'm so excited I've barely been able to look at the comment section, but people are loving this. People are eating this up right now. Seeing well, I'm gonna you tell you now, I'm known for giving up the dirt. You got any dirt questions y'all want to ask? You ask Cyrus. No fucks <laughs> given. I'm not going out like Takashi 69, but I'm going out like with the real. I want some dirt on, on the current shit that's happening right now with like Taylor and Corey and all these chicks coming out the woodwork saying Corey's cheating a blah, blah, blah. I just think it was dirty of her to put it out there on the day that, that she was giving, that, on the day that Taylor was giving birth. Like, yeah. I just thought that that was grimy. Sometimes Very. trolling works though, you know? You troll like, see, guys like me don't troll. If you troll, you get hella followers. I don't do that shit. Yeah. So when you troll, no matter if it's good or bad, your stock goes up. Absolutely. And so you got to understand what that is. And some people just do that shit. You want an extra 20,000 followers? Get to trolling. This is, that's what, so we ended up posting a clip of an argument me and Zach had recently. Um, I think you saw it on our Instagram where we were just fighting and shit. And it didn't look good on Zach. It wasn't the greatest clip ever to take of him. But it was, Get off Zach's back. 
but it was seconds no it wasn't i have to watch the whole thing it's like the full four minutes anyways it um it is a, just a great clip of of argument and it brought a lot of attention to our page and it ended up gaining us you know quite a few followers from that lots of engagement and so it's true you know bad price isn't always bad it's so weird it is bad but see my, my token has always been like i'm not gonna go on a challenge because i kick up dust mm. i'm not and there's been little inklings of things around me that have tried to do that i'm like damn and i'm thinking about it in in the moment people posted some things when i was in vegas and i was like what what were they posting i was like should i run with it should i not but that's the new school reality people go i was in vegas at like a reality awards with like my home girl from santa monica christina from survivor mm. and um we were there with um uh ashley was there from real world from the challenge and uh also That's kayla was there i think eliza was there i saw i saw pictures there's a bunch of people there but yeah there's there's some people there in the moment when things are happening i'm just like I, you know i can't sign on to that like that's mm. different i can see it you know i got a peck on the cheek and they were like Oh, that another dating. You heard it here first. And I was like, huh? I was like, ah, I had to play it off. I'm like, I had some alcohol on me. I was like, yeah. Kept drinking that. I was like, it's crazy. But that's how they do. Yeah. And it fans over into, you know, leading you to get on the show, this, that, and the other. But I just, I won't call it selling out, but it's just, it ain't really me. I'm like a real dude. It's a bit doing of selling out. I would say it's like a modern day version of selling out, but it also does See, help in a for career. You but... It's not selling out. For me, it's fucking selling out. That yeah. Fucking, I got yeah, you. I know Act you like I like someone kissing to get on fucking TV. Like, that's what it sounds like to me. To you, it sounds like marketing, huh? Business, yeah. <laughs> yeah to me, I'm just like, that's brand management. I got a life, yo. Sai, speaking of, um, speaking of Survivor, I, I remember, I think you said it all, you made a mention of it when you were on Challenge Mania a little while back. Did you have something to do with Aris getting casted on Survivor? The boy Aris, yeah, yeah. You know, I cast for a bunch of different reality shows. I've done about 40 shows a day. I've casted everything from Joe Millionaire to Survivor to all the dating shows, <laughs> Fear Factor. I mean, you name a show, I've probably been involved with it. That's the point. I got on my show, The Real World, trying to work in casting. I knew I knew that's how you got on, but I didn't realize that you were still doing casting work now. Are you still, like, heavily involved in it, or are you just, when, when Not the heavily, project come I'm up? Trying to get, I'm trying to get back into it, because people hit me up all the time to get on television. Yeah, um, yeah. The way they hire you has changed. You know, my roommate Jason owns Cornwell Casting. Oh, I, one yeah. Of the casting firms out there. So that's, you know, that's my dog. Yeah. Man, that's, I mean, that's got to feel good for you. You get Aris on the show. He goes on, he wins the season. He wins a great, uh, like a classic it. season of Survivor. Go on for a while and gets, people don't understand like the vision you see. They cast for one thing. I always bring you something different, mm -hmm. which in return has created different shows. To be honest, everything from like home makeover to renovate your family. Like I've casted for all those shows and created a new brand of show from doing that. Um, I can't leave the house without somebody asking me, put me on the show or get me on TV or whatever it may be. So I translated that into really getting people on shows. And I've you know made a few millionaires out there in, in doing so. Going now get my kickback. But Aris uh, uh, has uh, Aris has more than enough to give you a kickback because him and his wife. No, no, I don't, I don't need anything. From <laughs> they they are raking it in right now. Why? What are they doing now? They they've got like an his wife started an apparel brand. I, I oh, forget nice. the name of it, and they the are yoga, just like, the granola crunchy brand. Yep, yep, and and uh, oh, he was a baller back in the day. The boy can hoop. Aris can Aris can hoop. Aris was a beast in high school, and before that, like I've known him forever. I know his whole family, but. He was a beast, homie. He could go. 
No way. Is, see, this is the kind of fucking information we need. That's what I'm talking about. You and him one on one, I put my money on ours. I'm just, hey. I, I think you, I haven't seen your game yet. I'm just trying to look at it. No, I'll be, I'll be honest. I, I, I think our, I, That's I think my version of trolling. Yeah, I, I might have to hedge. I might have to hedge on Aris. I, I think he's got me. You're gonna hedge on Aris. His game's probably done now. He's all granola crunchy, yoga friendly. Like his game's probably me. No, honestly, I've, I, I heard Aris recently. Because I don't give him buckets. Ara said he's like drinking ayahuasca and shit. And I know that that's what Eric Nice is doing Ooh. right now. They're probably crossing paths. Eric and Aris are probably in the ayahuasca community. I want to do ayahuasca together. so bad. I should probably link them up. What, what is that? Ayahuasca it, is like this hallucinogen. It's, it's, it's basically a, a hallucinogen, but it's like really intense and it's a completely different experience. It's like man. whole body, all mental. I mean, it's like really crazy people. I am drug on free, it. man. I mean, that, it's that's crazy. not my game. That's not my game. I barely take. I'm yeah, but to it's, take Advil when I have to. It's spiritual. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I could be spiritual without ayahuasca seeing shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. I'm cool. Sonny, <laughs> you just hit up Eric Nice, all right? You 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 hit up Eric and, that, and that's I'll fine. hit him up later. We'll right. go for a shaman ceremony. <laughs> so, uh, so I want to ask you, uh, there's there's so much going on here. So I'm I'm just gonna throw out a couple like challenge stuff, challengers, seasons that you were on, you know, things like that. First and foremost, do you have any stories? One of my favorite challengers back in the day, and a dude who I would love to see, you know, lift his head back above water, David Burns. My mm. boy Burns. Did you guys Burns. Yeah, did you guys used to run together at all? Come on, man. That's my dog. Burns he, he was my dog, but you know, he he's got family now and kids mm-hmm. and things and all yeah. that. I was mad because he was in the area and didn't tell me. And I ran into him one day at um at the uh what's that hotel called? Yeah, it's on the corner of Pico and Ocean Ave in Santa Monica. Anyway, long story the short, we Fairmont. ran into each other. No, no, that's no, that's, that's the This is on Pico, right? The water, nice place, pulled everything. I, I, the name will come to me in a minute. Anyways, ran into him, we chopped it up. But the fact that he's from Bean Town, we've always had something in common and always kicked it tough. We had a great time on that challenge we did in Acapulco with uh, with CT two. Like that was mm-hmm. dope. The Inferno two, I think it was. Shutters. We, in, shutters. Inferno shutters. one. Inferno one. The all timer. Not shutters. A block up from shutters. Shit. What is a block yeah. up from shutters? It's a block. Johnny's up from LA now. You're LA. No, it's gonna kill me. The Viceroy. The Viceroy. Viceroy. There you go. Yeah. That yeah, Viceroy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was a spot. Yo, what up? My boy Kavika just said that. Kavika, what's up, man? Gotta give my man a <laughs> shout out because my boy just got a big. You know, BMX accident. Oh, I hope he's okay. He broke his ankles. He fractured his back and his arm, but he's still a trooper and he's out there doing his thing. You know, I always give my man Kavika a shout out. Yo, I love you, brother. Yo, bikes scare the shit out of me. Like even just little like motorbikes on the road, like that shit scares the shit. I can't, I just can't get on them. Oh my God, they freak me out. I had to ride once once in Colombia, and I literally <laughs> was dying the whole ride. I was like, no, uh, uh. Did you just flex on us? In Columbia, yes. oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, Columbia. like, I've been so, to Columbia like five times. It's no big deal, you know. I'm just like a culture. I was in, I was in Cartagena one day working on my tan. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm a traveled person. Like, it's no so, big deal. So, Sai, um, a lot of people <laughs> would say that you were on like the most iconic challenge season that we were just talking about. Inferno one, you, Burnsy, CT, uh, Candle, Coral, Miz. You guys are dressing up in chicken suits. Yes. You got to see like some of the greatest. Ch- you got to see uh, Coral and, and Julie fighting. Or oh, Julie challenging God. Coral to a wrestling match. I don't wrestle. I beat bitches up. We have a merch shirt of that with that quote on it. It's so <laughs> fucking funny. Like that's just an epic line. That's a fucking epic line. That is pretty dope. Do you what remember the merch shirt? Damn. 
Oh, I'll get you. I'll make a Yo. better quote from you, Sai. What's he yeah. gonna say though? I don't know. We'll have to. Fi- I'll have to. I'll have yeah, to we gotta figure something out. Yeah, yeah. Don't I'll do go me dirty. Do don't do me dirty, because you know. I, <laughs> I won't. I won't. I no, won't. we wouldn't roll like that. Never, Sai, do you never. remember? Do you remember anything like like that people might not know about that Inferno season? Because that there's just like that season had so much shit yeah. going on. Yeah, I got a funny one for you that yeah. a lot of people don't know about. But if I'm not mistaken, which I could be, but I'm pretty sure I wasn't because I was having some cocktails. <laughs> but my man. Abe shitted in the middle of the street. <laughs> Didn't wipe his ass. Straight shitted in the middle of the street. We were leaving, going somewhere, and the motherfucker just took a shit and rolled out. What? Yeah. Oh my god, that is so disgusting. <laughs> it's dumb, right? But you know that shit happens, yo. What's up, Matt? My boy Matt in Miami said, "What's up?" <laughs> oh my fucking god, I'm actually dead at that. That is ridiculous. <laughs> And you know, I forgot about that shit until I was watching Flavor of Love run backs the other day. I cast you for that too. An old girl shitted in that one meeting. They were having a meeting on the oh living room. Oh my God, I know exactly what you're talking about. Took a shit. <laughs> Abe was the first to shit on television in public. That shit was crazy in the motherfucker. Bro, that is just yeah. too much. That is actually crazy. Holy crap. That oh is definitely God. something that I don't think people know. I do not think people know about Abe's no, shit. I don't think we heard that. that that's something the real shit. Although, that is the real shit. Although, if you think about who Abe is, like, it's not far off. It's not like it's not. I would yeah. maybe think that he would do something as insane as that. Wow. I didn't think that. And then I was like, this motherfucker just shit it. Did he wipe his ass? What the fuck? Yeah. The worst part ain't the shit. It's the not wiping of your motherfucking ass. Oh. He just, just hikes him back up and he goes he to the mission. He needs a day. He needs I'm a like, hose. Like, uh, that nigga got the cooties. I'm out. Like, it was not a good look. Not a good look. <laughs> That's like yeah. levels above the cooties, man. That's like, that's like needs a human condom around you touch. <laughs> oh my God. Yo, sorry. Let's step back a little bit. Even before Inferno one, let's go back to when you were on extreme challenge. Right. And there's a class. You mean the one that won? Yes. Okay. Yes. You, that, that title, that, that chip that you Champion. got. Um, there's a classic. I know that I saw a picture not that long ago of you and Latarian uh, yep. putting it down, chopping it up. And there's a classic moment where, you know, you guys were beating the road rules ass. This is the first time the real world ever got the best of the road rules was on Extreme Challenge. And there's a paintball mission. And they're like, yo, nobody's shooting from close range. And those those road rules, Max Velocity boys, James and Latarian, they start popping you close range. Ooh. And you you had to run up on them. They talked about it. The thing is, like, it was premeditated. You did. Like, literally, they talked about shoot until you run out of bullets. Even after they touch the thing, just make sure you get them. And they, you know, this ain't a joke. Like paintballs hurt. Paintballs hurt. Play to the dome. You get fucking welts. All this, all this lusciousness up here. My, my <laughs> caramel kid. Look at that. It takes a lot to keep that joint that smooth. It's the money maker. Yeah, just blasted me. I had a blue knot right here on my head, like a little smurf. <laughs> a blue knot right here for like a week, yo. That shit hurt. I just remember. I remember the shot of. I remember you and and I think James's face just going, "Hey, don't that shit hurts!" and just. And James is cowering. He's got big side looking over him. And he's like, yo, I, I don't want that smoke. I don't I want that smoke. I wanted it, but I didn't want it. Because I remember, I remember grabbing him. When I grabbed him by his throat, you can literally see. You guys couldn't see it. But all the production's running toward us as I have this man by his throat. And I'm thinking, I just want to knock him out. If I hit him, <laughs> if I hit him, I'm going to the house. So do I want the money? <laughs> I'm spitting his face as much as I can. Like, it was not a good look trying to get him to swing first because mm. there's no way I was going to hit him first. 
And I saw production, I realized, you know, it's one of those times where you realize, damn, everyone's rooting for you at the house. People want you to win. There's a million little black brothers out there, young, looking up to me as an idol, don't want me to get mm. into this fight. Although they do want me to get in the fight, but I got to show them that I could be a bigger person and stand down. And all this stuff runs through your mind like, like that. Because it can all go in one second. And I pulled back. I was proud of myself for doing so in the end, only because I was running to the bank, counting my dough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was cool. Yeah. But at the same point in time, like I would have definitely got sit home for that. Yo, somebody else that was on that season, one of our favorites, somebody who does not get talked about enough, because anytime this girl was on the show, she was bringing it, Ayana. Yeah. And I believe Ayana gets kicked off. The, I think she was the first person to ever get kicked off the challenge. What'd you got? Yeah, and, and she probably just bitch smacked my boy. So Christian, I guess Christian got into it and was being too Aussie or wherever he's from and just got a little loose with his mouth. And, you know, just say, put it like this. Where I'm from, you talk shit. You got expect hit. to get bust in the mouth. Mm. So you don't talk shit unless you down to get bust in the mouth. But then again, a lot of people don't live by that law. So, you know, whatever's going to happen, is going to happen to you. And she just said, bye, busting me this shit. You got to sit the fuck home. I think, I, I think Ayana's from my area, too. And, yeah, she didn't fuck around. Anytime she was on the show, you know, she, everybody knows Ayana. She'll sleep in her uniform. She'll do you it. You can't go on TV that, that, that intense, though. You can't be black and yeah. just, it, it doesn't come off the right way all the time. You can't be all serious and shit. You got to laugh a little more. Even if people don't get your humor, you got to show all sides of you because it's easy. The show premise is about, the show's premise is about stereotypes. Mm. They're going to try and push you into a stereotype. Not saying make you do anything, but if you fit, then you're going to wear it. Like that's the whole thing. So yeah. I had to be very cautious of things I would speak about on these shows. Um, so for instance, in my real world, I couldn't talk about things that O.J. Simpson was going through. It was too racially sensitive and you get pushed into a box. Although I understood why things happened. Like I couldn't go on air and just speak my feelings because half of America would have fucking hated Cyrus. Why not just keep it to myself when the show is done? We can speak all about that if you wanted to. Yeah. You know, truth of the fact is, up to that point, there was a million fucking brothers getting killed by white folks always. It's about time my brother got loose fucking killing somebody. That's how I felt at that time. I was younger. Things had happened, but TD wasn't ready for that. Could you imagine if I said that shit on air, what would happen to Cyrus? Yeah, back oh then. Instant bad guy, right? Yeah. We're, we're yeah. Nowadays, yeah. it's different, news. but I was close, man. It was like one of those things. Shit would come up, i walk away. I had to. You know, it's just, it, it, it was one of those things. You just couldn't be the controversial person at those days and at that time. Yeah. But nowadays, it's still happening. They're still killing brothers. You know, yeah, I mean, look at, what, look at what just happened. I mean, it's happening every yeah. single day. I was just talking about this with my mom today also. And, and you know, a lot of times we're seeing now with some of the cast, especially the um, uh, the Black females on the cast, they've they've sort of come to agreements with each other. Like, they get very frustrated if there's even fights between them because they don't want to have that. They don't want to continue perpetuating that stereotype because it's just ridiculous at this point, you know? They want to just It is, but it's going to happen. Like, you guys got to understand, this is standard everyday life. Yeah, I get pulled over in my car. My hands go right to the fucking steering wheel where they can fucking see them. And I don't fucking move and I'm mm. terrified. This is normal everyday life all my fucking life. I've been hogtied. This is by the police. These are the people supposed to protect us from that shit happening. I've been hogtied twice. I've been accused of robbing a bank two blocks from my fucking house. I've had the SWAT team with guns pointed at my dome. 
more than one occasion, right in front of MTV, I got pulled over in my fucking truck, and they thought that I was had just robbed a liquor store ten blocks from there, and they pulled their guns out. And I remember thinking, everyone in MTV is gonna think there goes that fucking thug that we put on television. They were standing outside. They brought me out at gunpoint. They yelled and screamed at me, and I did nothing but shake. Until this day, it's the same thing happening every fucking day. You can't trust the fucking cops. You can't trust people that are not the same color as you. You can't trust people that are colored as you. It's just the nature of our fucking society right now. Shit is real. I was on tour with with um, me, Fat Matt, and Ace. We were touring the South, the, the, the Scion Real Shot tour. And we're driving through Mississippi. And we got pulled over like 20 times, literally 20 times in like an hour, bro. It was crazy. Yeah. And That's Ace is in the nice. back. She's like, what's wrong with you guys? Don't worry about this. going to pull us over. Don't let us go real quick. We in the front seat, shaking, wipe away the backs. Like, what the fuck? Oh, so what you pulling us up? I'm like, hey, relax, bro, relax, chill. These dudes are really going, it's going down. Yeah. And it happened time after time after time. And Ace understood after that, but not till then. He didn't understand. And I understand that people don't understand because they're not put in that situation. They don't have to live through that. They don't have, they don't Absolutely. have to understand. Absolutely. All they can hear the stories you tell. That that happened to me, though, as well. You know, when I was younger, I wasn't really exposed to it as much. Like even in Orange County, it's just different. You know, it's just different. Like the environment there is just so different. Right. And when I when I started growing up and also in Israel, race race relations, there are completely just completely different to what it is here. So when I moved back here, I was only 25, 26. And that's when I started seeing it when I'd be with my friends. And, you know, I never saw anything that intense. But like, for example, I, I was stopped once with one of my black girlfriends. And the, the way the cop looked at me as if like what I was going to say is what he would trust versus what she is going to say. Like, do you know what I mean? Like he looked at me like what's going on? Like, like, oh, you know, and I was just like, ew, I just felt so sick in my stomach. And that was the most mild of a situation that it could have been. It could have been. And if I felt gross, I couldn't even imagine how she felt with that. And even imagine how it would have been if it was like something that, you know, maybe if I wasn't there, maybe if, if it escalated and, and I just, I, it's just insane. And the fact that there is that fear there and the fact that that is happening, it's just so sad. I, I really wish that people could get it. I wish that they could get it. It's crazy. And I don't want to sound like I'm that, you know, angry black guy venting because I live a I live a phenomenal life. Life Absolutely. is unreal. I always like to put that out there when I say something as, as, as bad or as negative as that. So it's like, it's a fine line, but people wake up. Racism is live and kicking. It's, it's going nowhere. It's up to us to try and do things differently or whatnot. But I think it starts from the top working its way downward. You know, there's so many people out there that are, that are racist. But mm-hmm. I got to bring this up because on the, on, the, on, the, on the term of Israel, talking about that, yeah. I'm watching... Homeland, one of my favorite shows, Homeland. Yes. But the, the relations with Israel and the way that things take place with, I would guess, our authoritative figures, as we say, our, mm. our intelligence. Mm. That's crazy. Do you watch the show at all? Okay, so I don't, watch- I watched Homeland the first few seasons, but I mean, I can obviously like extrapolate. I know what the Mossad is portrayed like. And also, I know what they are like. Like people, in, like the Mossad to me is like the most intense shit in the world. Like, they're just like, shit. Is that real though? Like, no, it's like, like- Listen, it's so it's so heightened on on TV shows and I stuff like for the that. for the most part. Like I've I've got a few family members because um, my family like started Israel. They were there when it first began. All, all my great uncles and shit. They were in the first few wars, and you know they would tell me a lot of times like modern intelligence is so much more online. It's so uh-huh. much more tech oriented. You know that's so much more what what intelligence really is nowadays that it's a lot less in the field. It's not, I mean, there is still some of that, but it's so much more exaggerated on these shows. It's like, yeah. 
You know what I mean? And they make it look cool too. They make everything look fucking cool. Like it's not cool. Taylor, um, Taylor brings up an interesting point. She says it's sad because from, from, you know, her point of view, there are cops who are really trying to change things and change that stigma, but then they just, you know, they really get overshadowed because there are so many stories you hear of, 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 of bad cops of dirty cops of, of things yep. that, 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 that drive, you know, continue to drive that stigma. And, and it, it's like, it's a losing battle almost. It's, it's a losing battle, but people always will dwell on the negative. Yeah. You know, every now and again, you get a good cop. I have some cops that were very instrumental in my upbringing. You know, mm-hmm. sound like the Boys and Girls Club. Ira and Fred Rutan were cops for years. They both retired, I believe, at this point. But those guys played a big part in raising Cyrus, you know. I didn't have a dad. Mm-hmm. So guys like that were always looking out for me and or showing me good and bad and, and so forth. And, they, you know, I, I don't hate cops, put it that way. I know a lot of cops. I don't hate cops, but damn, I don't love cops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to give a quick shout out to to Autumn. She every time she every time Autumn comes into our lives, she's always saying like, I, "I'm literally sitting in my car right now watching you guys because if I like as soon as I go back in, my kids are gonna be all over me." So she'll like stay in her car <laughs> to to watch us. So I, I appreciate awesome. that. Um, Sai, you mentioned Ace. I heard that back in the day, like around the time the Ace's Real World season dropped, I heard that he was like the king of of paid appearances and visits i heard he was mm, the like bar stuff a, yeah i heard he was making a killing on the bar scene yeah i mean he was doing well at his bars i mean i've toured with him all over the place my thing is like i wish money was the same like it used to be because it came so easy and so often <laughs> mm-hmm. i spent the latter part of the last 20 years touring the world every state at least 50 times 27 countries deep just for being cyrus so for me that was a way of life. Of course, I'm transitioning into a new life now. I still do gigs. Um, mm-hmm. I'm still available. Um, I kind of morphed it into something different. Been doing a wedding planners thing, I call it. Basically, I, I hosted MC wedding receptions all over the place. I married. Oh, you'd be perfect well. for that. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. A group that really is is Cyrus friendly and all about Cyrus is, is the age that's getting married now and having children and so forth. So I'm doing my thing right now and uh, putting it out there. You know. It's 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 morphing into something different. So I've been a master of odd jobs for the last twenty years, and I've been paid to do some crazy things. Like I enjoyed every minute of it. <laughs> I mean, you name it, I, I can put it on my on my pedestal. I, 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 Lord, you have no clue. <laughs> so um, <laughs> the spectrum of things that they paid me to do. Sorry, being that uh, in the time that you were around and being the big deal that that you were and still are today one of the biggest things for me and my family growing up every year and people don't understand how how massive this was was the mtv video music awards every year mm-hmm. in in late august early september when when we knew when the vmas were coming on we were sitting by it was like a major award show it was the same thing as watching the oscars it was bigger than watching the grammys it was like yo you have to sit down and watch the vmas because you never knew what the fuck was going to happen i'm sure yep that you had to be at a couple of those celebrations back back in the day. Oh, dude, star-studded, red carpet, VMA shows. You have mm. no idea. Um, I'm insanely jealous. I went once, the last, one that stands out the most, there's two of them. One, uh, J-Lo grabbed my hand. I was sitting right behind <laughs> Usher in the cow jacket at Universal. There was mm-hmm. three big happenings. The first happening was, 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 um, we were on the red carpet. I was with Puck on the red carpet. He had a Kermit the Frog backpack on and Puck smelled like shit, but we were rolling together. We were behind, we were behind Marilyn Manson and his girl had that chain dress on. It was oh, like uh, Rose McGowan. 
Oh, yeah. she ain't dressed on. She was in front of us. Photos. Yep, on the red carpet, and uh, we got in, and I remember thinking we were chilling in uh, behind Usher in our seats, and up the walkway comes uh, J Lo with their crew, and I'm sitting on the end, just cool as I can be, and Puck's over here, and she puts her hand out, and I was like. So I put my hand back out and grabbed J-Lo's hand. And as she's walking up the stairs, I'm holding her hand. And she's like, wow. And she's like, what's up, side? Going up the stairs, I'm like, wow. And dude, stupid ass punk goes, damn, she got a fat ass. <laughs> fucking beefed up real quick. And I'm like, you mother. And I Anyways. <laughs> of course, she <laughs> did a fucking hilarious. Show, though. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually hilarious that's oh my god gold. That's puck a, was yeah. oh puck was crazy the fact that they like we were we did a top 10 challenge seasons episode recently we were speaking about the fact that they um they all band together the cast to keep puck on board like and oh. it was like like the that how did that even tell i'll tell you how, this is how it is i'll tell you how it is a lot of people weren't very partial of david from real world fitness and people that don't like puck you still love it Mm. whatever they were having an argument and like i told you guys before we actually hang out at home together like a lot of us are friends mm. and so dave had known a lot about puck's home life and so forth and started putting shit out there on air you know no secret puck went to jail a few times when his wife got some spats together well he's putting that out there at the time no one had really known about that other than us as cast members and i remember you know dave's still a homie whatever puck's still a homie too i ain't talked to him in a while but all was good until he, till, till Dave called Puck a nigger, an N-word, straight up. And I'm like, dude, the man's going to snap at some point, bro. You can't keep going at it. He's going to mm-hmm. do something. Puck spit in his face. I was like, I probably would have done the same damn thing. Like, what are you going to do? You're going to take the man so far. And at that point, it was just like everyone there had heard what happened. And they were like, you can't kick him off for that. He had to fucking do something. And so people were like, yo, we're not going unless this and this happens, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, we, we've all tried to come together and do things like that in the past. Like the 10-year reunion was the same thing. We all tried to band together and hold out. We ain't doing the show. Y'all need to pay us more money, da, 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 on site. That shit didn't work. <laughs> Hour later, they gave us $100 more and fucking we did our thing. What the do? <laughs> Off you went. Um yeah, I've, I've like heard, I actually heard that they tried to do that recently too, where they they tried to hold out and say like we're not going to go on unless you give us a higher appearance fee and things like that. But then that obviously didn't work either. People were just like, no. Yeah, that stuff is hard to come by. Yeah. Word on the street is that Puck and Dave uh, still have they still have beef because Puck just Puck just popped up on Facebook. It's so funny because of like being in this community and being in the groups and challengers being in the groups, there will always be like challenge people that come up on, on, you know, friends yeah. you might know. Even Eric I don't Neese know these is in my friends. I might know. Every oh, I'm friends with Eric Neese. <laughs> Eric Neese. Eric Neese accepted my request, but so Puck uh. comes up. So Puck's on Facebook now. And I saw not that long ago, somebody posting screenshots. Apparently Puck was writing all this crazy shit on Dave's, on Dave's Facebook wall. So I think there's still like that heat between them. It's unresolved. Hey. Is what it is. I talked to Dave last week briefly. We possibly be a part of one of the projects I have I'm working on right now, doing something with uh, with uh, 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 darker world cast members. Oh, cool! That sounds awesome. That sounds, that sounds really cool. cool. It could I love all- brand though. You never know. These projects are, are these the projects you've been teasing sound fucking amazing. Like I can't wait to see. I hope these things come to fruition. Yeah. yeah. Wait till you hear about the, all the different game shows that I have that I've written. 
I, I read a, a lot of different shows. So I got a few game shows that that are definitely looking like um, people Promising. are interested in hearing. So, nice. So pitching those things. We'll see. Game shows are huge right now. Yo, game shows are huge right now. They, people love them. I mean, Netflix has been picking up game shows and shit, you know? Like, people are picking up game shows. They're into them. They pick up one of these. Yeah, hopefully know. they do. Oh, I would love Shout that. Shout out real quick to my, uh, my, my cool sunglasses, my black flies I wear. They keep me laced and keep me right. So I just got to give a shout out to them for, for doing side <laughs> right. These are the two black flies I wear. Check out black flies. <laughs> that is how them. you plug. See, that's a, that's, that's a vet move right there. So that, that's, that's a sign of somebody who's been hustling for a long time. You that, know is how you plug. <laughs> that is how you plug. Uh, so everybody wants to know about Beth. Beth is, is she's an yeah. icon. She's someone who I know you're still in My touch girl. with. First well, of all, what was it she like needs coming to up come on the, she needs to come on this show also oh, it's, sure. she needs to now she's in quarantine what's she up to selling lashes still tell her to I'll come, get here. come on I'll get yeah. come on. that would be all massive right, that would he be had a little so scare he had a little scare a little while ago she um oh no she thought she had the the, the corona her her stepdad passed i'm sorry her father-in-law passed from it mm, whoa. and she got sick too but she doesn't think it was that or they don't think it was that but she was sick for about three weeks man that's yeah. wow. Well, at least she's feeling better now. Thank goodness. And she's wow. got two kids now. She's doing great. We spoke today, actually. All right, to this. She seems like way. she's just in a great place in her life. Just from what I can see following her, she seems like happy and, and mm. living. She's the always dream happy. Life. She's the pillar of positivity, guys. She always has been. When they when they gave her that crazy rude ass nickname back in the day, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... Ah, they called her Osama Beth Laden. That was so mean. <laughs> and. And realistically, I think that came up from a lot of jealousy because Beth was about her paper and she had so many projects out there. She put those girls in Playboy and, and you would never have a chance to be a Playboy if it wasn't for Beth. She set it up. Mm. So, of course, you're going to be paid more than you got paid. Doesn't it make sense? Mm. Yeah. You would think. But the inner real world drama that takes place because people get mad when he's doing this or he's doing that. Why aren't I doing that? Da-da-da, all this petty crap because cats ain't creative enough to create it for themselves. Um. There was a lot of that drama back in the day. Now it's a little different, but back in the day, it was a lot of drama like that. So, See, I hate that shit. But, you know, it kind of makes sense when you look back at the relationship that Beth had with some of the girls because, like, it was clear that there was something underlining there. You know, like, obviously, this was not just the differences within the show. They had something against her. They had something out for her. Well, I mean, there was that. And then there was a drama with Norm, too, um, writing shows and writing things up. And you have to understand, Beth has actually sold something. So once you sell something, it's a whole different bracket you put it. And she sold a few different things. And I think that a lot of people were just angry and jealous that we're trying to produce shows and create shows. So it's, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Got there a, again and but good for her. She's a boss ass bitch. I hope she keeps She going. is. Like that was, that was yeah. always the thing about Beth coming on the show. And I can't think of any other cast member who, who ever like had this much attention on them to the fact that anytime Beth came on the challenge, she was immediately targeted. There was always so much heat. And it was always, like you said, it was someone like like Norman being pissed at her and wanting her out of there. Or she would come on and all the younger girls and Tina would be, would be wanting to go for her. It's just always like trying like, to come for her throat. Tanya, Tanya came for her heavy. Mm. Oh, big time. Yep. Oh, my God. An all-timer. Tanya throwing her shit in the pool yeah. is... is oh yeah oh my god that was bad shit that was bad um sorry i want to talk about the eminem music video you did how'd you how did that happen oh man that was that was an amazing experience just got a phone call from the man and asking me to go on and and if i wanted to be a part of this project 
Eminem yes. called you up himself. Yeah, they called me up and, and it was very, um, uh, should we say, uh, surreal. Cause I didn't believe it was him at first. Yeah, that's fucking <laughs> nuts. I wouldn't so believe it either. <laughs> and uh, yeah, end up working out the details and, and making that happen. It was a really cool experience with Julian and, and Puck at the time. And, and um, I think it turned out well. It ended up being video of the year. We got yeah. the uh, Yeah. It was, yeah, it was an amazing experience, man. A really good song too. Yeah. I Except always- Put my name wrong in the video. That was pretty wild. Yeah, yeah. With, with the C, I think they, they used a C on that. No, they used an S, but instead of a Y, they put an I. There you go. I, think I can't remember, but I think it was S I R U S. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I watched. That's it not an even worse ago. spelling than with a C. That makes no sense. Serious. It's it's a classic. <laughs> uh, it's a great video, and that's Eminem's a great example. And it's just something that we don't have anymore. Like Eminem does not become who he is without MTV without that boost, without oh, that, that yeah. exposure. Uh, that that just propped him up. It elevated him to just this crazy level into the stratosphere because of his exposure on the network. And I will never forget, bro, the the VMAs where Eminem does, he does, um, he does uh, Real Slim Shady with all the Eminem clones, right? And he walks into the <laughs> theater with all the clones following him. And then he's got a line in his song about, about Christina Aguilera and her hooking up with Fred Durst and hooking up with Carson Daly. <laughs> and, yeah. and when home, you know, I went to high school with Carson. You went to high school with Carson Daly? He went to Samo? Yeah, we've been good friends for a long time. Holy a shit. Sorry, you went Carson, to Samo, Carson. right? I think I asked you that last yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carson, yeah. yeah, so many people went to Samo in that, like, that time. And now they're, and also, like, Hollywood High as well. Hollywood High was, like, the Madonna crew in them. Because we had, I mean, everyone from Charlie Sheen to uh, Milo Estevez, mm. um, Dean Kane. Yes, Lenny uh, Kravitz goes on and on. Lenny right Kravitz. now, what's whack, what's whack though is also your boy, uh, the writer for Trump, is from San Marcos High School. Mm. Ew. That's <laughs> not a claim to fame, by the way. No, <laughs> that's that, that's the black that's the black mark on. It's we, not we, a claim. We erase to him fame. from from the I, list. I don't know. Maybe you're a Trump beat though. Who knows? <laughs> no. <laughs> you guys probably follow Sean Duffy. I don't know. You know he's. he's so, I, oh, I actually had a, I was going to transition into this perfect timing with Sean. Like, what's your deal with him? Because his politics are so off base from you. I mean, that must be so intense. Like, because he's not, he's not just his opinions. He like fights for it. He's out there, you know, he's working. I know him as a man. Yeah. Has nothing to do with his politics. And I'll leave it at that. We can be I've friends. always respected that. Because you I guys know, have been. We can be yeah. friends with someone that's not liked by a bunch of people. That, but he is clearly liked by a lot of other people, too. That's true. Um, they don't share the same interests. And this is America. We can have different points of views and still, you know, exist mm. and, 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 and have fun, have conversations. But we do have a lot of things in common as well. That was a big deal on our show. Our stereotypes weren't supposed to mesh the way they did. And yeah. they did. You know, we became friends, friends during the show. I got a lifelong friend in Sean. See, that's amazing. And I think that's so important for people to hear. That's that's one of the reasons why we started Saniacs the group, which ended up starting this podcast, was because we were so fed up with like the intolerance everywhere where people couldn't disagree without everyone like wanting to kill each other. It was just like nuts, you know? And so we ended up starting that as a way of promoting just being rational and and having lots of sanity, you know, and 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 being yeah. able to converse in a way that's more normal. But I like that. I like that you threw that out there. I think a lot of challenge fans will appreciate that too, you know, because there's yeah, definitely I mean, definitely the hate for Sean within the community as well, the challenge fan community. Yeah, that's yeah. It is. I mean, it's 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 another level. I think it should have been portrayed a different way. People should have had more love for that. But at the same point in time, when people are different, they're just different. And, yeah. You know, society likes to play on that. 
hundred percent. You know so, what I mean? Cy, um, another, I swear, man, like every season of the show you were on is just, there's so many legendary things that happen that people yeah, still talk about. You, you end up going on gauntlet too. Right. And yeah. the, one of the first nights you guys are, are on gauntlet too. One of the craziest things ever happens on the show where Joe, Joe Rhodes oh. from, from real world <laughs> San Francisco, who I, to this day, if you have any clue, like, dude, she wasn't on TV for 11 years. How did she end up on the show? And then she's on there and she freaks out and calls the cops to the house and they take her away. <laughs> it was so weird, bro. And so surreal being part of that. Like, I still don't to this day. No one really knows what the hell happened. <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> that shit was but, so but fucking funny. It, in the same time, I think your girl was there. No, that was Gauntlet 2. The one before that was the one in, a, in a, the Inferno where... Piggy disappeared. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I heard about that. Yeah, she was there for a little bit and then she's gone. And I think they brought in Christina. So strange, bro. Yeah. That was the weirdest thing ever. I, yeah, I've heard a couple people say she was just like way out of control. Like Pig, Piggy was, was she was a little out of control. Herself, that's for damn sure. She was <laughs> on some other. I remember the one statement they asked Coral where she was at. She's like, I don't know, that bitch up in a tree or something. I'll never forget Coral's thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's that fucking hilarious. hilarious. That's the T. That <laughs> is the T right there. Oh my God. No, Piggy yeah, man. is nuts. Yeah, the the scene with Joe, we spoke about that for ages on our on our top 10 episode because that was just like so surreal to watch as a viewer, especially because it's happened so quickly. And and most of the time, you know, people are wanting to be there to some extent or if they're leaving yeah. it because something happened or something horrible happened or there was a fight or whatever. But this just like, it, I mean, this literally happened out of nowhere. She just freaked out. Drugs are a terrible thing. You know, I don't know what else to say. You dig? I don't do them, so... I felt bad for her. in I, the moment. Yeah. You don't feel like there's something wrong. Like you're like, mm. how are you on TV live cameras around you and shit everywhere. And you're doing something that's going to alter you more than alcohol or maybe a little weed outside of that. That shit ain't got no place in reality TV, bro. Yeah. Have you looking crazy? They, they had to edit her the fuck out of that. Think about that. All that damn footage with her in that they had to go yep. and find and just cut her out. It could have ruined everything. So it, it's good it happened so early on where they can, you know, kind of craft it the way that they did and do what they did with it. It's it's just another, like, just another story from this crazy-ass season of reality television. We didn't even talk about Julie trying to kill Veronica on, on the harness in, in between. Oh, yeah. the days. Come on, man. She wasn't trying to kill that girl. What was hey, she trying to I'm do? I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. In the heat of the battle on these challenges, you guys don't see when things go wrong. Mm. So we become more paranoid than we should be. Mm-hmm. So there's been several challenges. Mark will talk about on his road rules where his freaking parachute didn't open. <laughs> That's Think about that. That's fucking insane. On my challenge, we had to watch someone that was walking a tightrope bounce over a telephone wire. If that catches your neck or your crotch, who knows what the hell's going to happen to you, right? Yeah, that's so true. So your level of intensity is heightened and you're kind of terrified. And they were up pretty damn high. And you see the harness is duct taped like no other, wrapped up, wrapped around carabine. And they say it's safe, but you don't know. And <laughs> Julie is grabbing and yanking on everything there. And, you know, she's grabbing on that like, who knows? 
what mm. would have happened. You have yep. extra safety stuff on there, but you don't know. And I, she might have been wrong for doing that, but Julie didn't think she was going to kill someone. I guarantee you that. Yeah. Julie yeah. thought competing. She's a, a vicious competitor. Um, I go to war with her. That'd be my girl, you know. I, I I love Julie, and I know you guys definitely had a bond because you were on Extreme Challenge, and then you mm. were on that challenge together. So so you guys had kind of like been, yeah, you guys had been in the trenches together before. Oh yeah, we, we've been in the trenches, and we've been on tour together. We, she was one of the people I toured the most with. So like me and Julie been through it together, like a lot. Nine eleven, we were together right before nine eleven happened. I was yeah. the one that uh, actually, this is a crazy story too. More dirt. So Julie was actually going to be on that flight from Boston. The one that, that blew up. No way. What? So, so it, my birthday's 9-12, so I went home. And um, in the middle of all that stuff, Julia basically was, was, was in Boston. And she's notorious for missing her flights. Let's just say that. And the girl basically missed her flight. And as it's going on, I got back to L.A. watching that joint. When it's going on, I end up saying, oh, my God, Julie. And I got on the phone, I called her, and she answered the phone. I was like, damn, girl, you know what? Turn on the television and call me back. I had yeah. no clue. She called me back in tears, and we had a moment. And it was one of those crazy things. We'd been on tour together for I don't know how long together and decided to split for my birthday, which is 9-12. And 9-11 hit that day before. And so we ended up not being you know, together. But thank God she's still alive and kicking with yeah, the beautiful thank family God. now. My that was great. That's At least so she still had that ticket because back then – they were paper tickets for everyone. So that, that's just, that's nuts. Wow. Yeah. That is insane. such a crazy story. I cannot even believe that. It's so crazy how many there are of those 9-11, like people who are supposed to be on the planes. I mean, thank God she was someone who's notorious for missing flights. Like, you know, you're always yeah. stressing, you want to make a flight, but sometimes, you know, there's a plan for you, for why you missed it. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it was crazy. Do you remember on uh, Gauntlet 2, when you guys are standing there like I'm in the ring and, and, and <laughs> I don't, I don't talk about that. I was pulling for you, Cy. Do you remember oh. when Anissa started talking all that mess to, to Cara Zavaleta when she started yelling at her, I'll cut oh, you in Oh my God. You leave. Yes. Get in the ring with me. You won't leave it, bitch. That was comedy. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, Anissa, Anissa was raw back then. Now, you know, I don't know if she'd be the one doing all that, but then I think Anissa would have, would have definitely whooped some ass. Now I'm not sure, but then Nisa was a beast. <laughs> she, she's Philly too, I think, right? I, I think she's yep. around. Yeah. I think she's Philly. Yeah. Anissa will still chime in now, but she's not like that anymore. I mean, she would go at girls back in the day and Cara had nothing. Cara was like, she was just saying things. I was just like, please stop. <laughs> just like, uh, You're about to get you know, here live. Uh, you gotta say something. You, just cause you're cute don't mean you can't have a voice. You know, Anissa just wanted to rearrange her face a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then obviously, so you, you went on, you were on ruins, you were on the champ side, that, that, that chip that you won for extreme challenge came into handy. They gave you the call. You're on the champ side. Um, yeah. and we see you fall a little bit short on that one. I, I, it, it was, it was a spot of bad luck, that elimination with Kahuta. Mm -hmm. Um, my you know, question I is the funny part about that is that I whooped his ass in all the physical part and couldn't get out of the shackles. Yeah. So, just, just this is where it is. But they told me I could come back. I'm still waiting to come back. If yeah, they so call me that's, what people, that's what people always want to know. Like, 
how the how the process works with getting calls for the show, getting availability calls. Do they still call you? Do they call you every once in a while? Like like will you still will you still get like a feeler from them? Um within the last two years, I've gotten a few feelers, but I haven't fit the uh the program apparently, whatever they're trying to do. But mm-hmm. things have changed a bit since CBS uh took over Viacom. I think things have changed a lot since that happened. So yeah, you know, I'm waiting for my call. They call me tomorrow, I'm ready to go. Do you do you think that CBS taking over has helped it? Because I feel like their I feel like their production style is is pretty great. I think it's helped it. Yeah. For them, it hasn't helped it for Cyrus yet, though, because Cyrus is trying <laughs> to get back on. All right. But I think it definitely changed the the concept of the show and the people that watch the show. It's opened it up to a to a different uh, demographic, I think. And yeah. I like it. You know, nice. I watch everything. I don't I don't hate on anything, but you know, I'm trying to get back on. Start that campaign. Get Cyrus back on. Yeah, I was trying to get last time. I saw you call out call out Corey. You posted we, something on, his, on your podcast about that. Possibly. You know, that's my boy. But. Oh, yeah, yeah. You remember that one? It was like, who would win, Corey or Cyrus? I remember that shit. We used to put those up. Those are really fun. Those are just really for discussions and shit. But yeah, well, let's get let's get a campaign going. We've been getting campaign going for Nehemiah as well. well here, we want to see, yeah, si. see some like new OG people. It, it gets tiring when it's always the same the same OG cast members. You know, we're looking for for other people. Like, the, you, there's so many to choose from. Rotate people in. It, yeah, I agree. You know, I can't tell people what to do. You know, I know we still got some marketability left in us, and I know we can still kick with the best of them. Look, but yeah, I, I, I don't know I, how much they want the real anymore. I don't know if they want the real anymore. They want mm, this new brand. They want people who can I, work with them, who are going to be like, all right, we'll have that fake conversation. Okay. Because I feel me, like some of this stuff is bullshit that's been taking place. Yeah, I, yeah. I kind of get that feeling, too. And let me tell you, man, let me tell you how I feel about this. All right. When it comes to casting reality competitions and when it comes to a legacy of a show like survivor like the challenge that has been on for 20 plus years you have such a rich well of personalities and history to dig into and survivor does it survivor will give you seasons where they're like okay we're gonna let the fans vote in the cast for the season all right we're gonna bring back these old schoolers to compete against these new schoolers all right we're gonna bring back 20 survivor winners and put them on tv and we're going to get 7 million people watching every week the challenge they don't take advantage of that as much Mm. we'll see that's going to be to their losing because uh someone like me is going to take advantage of this and make this happen absolutely and i can't stand the fact that they're doing that to us they're bringing back jersey shore left and right but you're not bringing back the fucking ogs are you fucking mm. kidding me mm-hmm. it disappoints me greatly uh i can't stress it enough what we were all talking old school new school we thought old school new school was a lock we're thinking oh my god Same. of course they're gonna do this You'll it's, get, yeah it's dope but i i don't know man they need to do something with it if they don't someone else is gonna make something happen another network's gonna pick it up i guarantee you you Ooh. haven't seen the last of that brand that brand is there we're still riding around it trying to create the best possible opportunity for for us to gain some momentum in that level. So we're looking at that. We're definitely going to be back doing something, constantly pitching that stuff and constantly getting it right. But it's a uh, it's things go in cycles when it comes to television and whatever's trendy. You got to kind of write into that. You have mm. a better chance of getting your stuff picked up. And so we're we're working on it. I'm constantly mm. working on that, constantly writing, constantly being creative, always trying to create something new, the next latest and greatest. I'm definitely gonna put something out there and get something on the on the channels and you know 
We that's what we want. We we would eat that up. We would promote the shit out of that dude. We like, would promote the shit out of it. We would. It. We'd be crap. every <laughs> week. We'd be like, yo, you gotta be watching Cyrus's Cyrus's deal here. Like, we have to support the OGs. We have to support the people that made this show what it is. Like, I think they're missing a goldmine. I could see it. You take, let's say, you take teams from the first ten seasons of the challenge, and then season ten to twenty, and then season twenty to whatever. Mm. But you guys have a team locked in, man. It's you. It's Mark. It's CT. You could get Shane. You could get Battle Kendall. of the Generations. Yeah, yeah, like that's, I mean, that's the way it, sh- it should be done. The Jared's and... all challenge. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I know you can still step in there and do damage. That's the thing. Oh, like, it's, it's all production value, right? Like, you see, they've got this crazy production value. But what Shani and I always talk about is so a lot of the challenges they're doing, it's nothing that's crazy hard. Like, we yeah. just watched a couple weeks ago, they have a car that's driving <laughs> on its side. But all you got to do is, just the last mission is hard, brother. Yeah, that that so final. Just the fi- yeah, yeah. It's back breaking. If I get there, I'm done. The back will have to be refurbished. Unless they, get do, unless, they do, unless they do, unless they do like a final reckoning final or something that's super easy, where it's like yeah, the total, that was easy. The total run is three miles. You know what I mean? I mean yeah, I do that on the regular. Sure. Yeah, sorry. This is what I always said about Inferno. People try and they try and mess with the old finals. They try and be like, yo, old finals are easy. I always tell people, yo, on the Inferno final, and you were there, they had to eat 10 taquitos per person. We're talking <laughs> ice cold, thick oh, We taquitos. always talk about these taquitos. Now I feel like you're making fun of me, but okay. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. Zach, Zach, Zach thinks all. this is like one of the hardest things that's ever happened on the fucking show. I dare any of you guys cold to eat taquitos, ice cold, it's his nemesis. thick taquitos, 10 of them. That's insane. It wasn't that hard, brother. It wasn't that hard. <laughs> See, I would say that. <laughs> No, I understand. I understand that, you know, the, the old, but, but the thing is when people talk about like the new finals, they're talking about like X's finals, which isn't that new. That's like a fucking, you know, that was, you know, that's 10 seasons ago already, 12 seasons ago. So it's not like the new, the new finals aren't that crazy. Final Reckoning was a joke. You could do that. I mean, reckoning. what about, which was that, was that the one where your girl, uh, that, um, what's her name? Ashley one? Yeah. 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 Yeah, you're right. She did yeah. her thing, though. <laughs> yeah, no, it she was. did her. She did her thing for sure. But it was like that. You know, that's something that you guys could handle easily. And that's not. You know, that's a really fucking recent season. So they could definitely make that work. Um, yeah. But I agree, it'll be their loss if they don't take advantage of it. And it's also their loss right now with all the illegal streams of the old challenge seasons. Like if they put that shit up there, they can make so much money. Have they people pay money. for it. They Streaming cover the licensing dollars. fees. I mean, come on. It's just like. They got to do it. They got to get on this it, stuff. Maybe you can help me find this one challenge I have not been able to find. Which one? I can find it. So we were doing the Inferno and I had to climb a cargo net with Leah and Leah couldn't get up. And so she's stepping on my head and I'm lifting her. Do you remember that challenge? <laughs> yeah, yep. I do. Yep. I, I didn't you. think of what Don't episode know what that it is. Called. Can't find it. I want to post some clips of that though. Cause I think we got I could get you an episode link to that later tonight. That's so easy to do. Yep. We, we got that. Then wouldn't take her. I'm like, dude, Mark, you look like you just blew in your thumb and all your muscles <laughs> just popped out. The men's too. But you gonna leave it to side of Curtis chick? Come on. Yo, Leah, Leah and Darrell, they had a little, they had a little thing going on that season. Oh, D- Darrell was the Darrell was he was, you know. Oh, he was tearing those up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is it true that like Darrell and Derek and stuff would just like take off for a couple of days? There was a CT who would take off for a couple of days and come back to the house and just be like, oh, I was getting with Boston fans. Boys. The Boston <laughs> boys did their thing. I wouldn't say a couple of days, but 
have a long extended day out there doing their thing. Yeah, they would do their thing sometimes. <laughs> you know, sometimes the cameras do get a little, uh, sometimes it's a little too much. It really is. And you got to figure out what you're going to do with it. And, uh, you know, if you can escape, escape. Yeah, hell yeah. Not as bad on the challenge as it is on the, on the actual real world, though. That was crazy. Yeah, I feel like you have a lot more space in the challenge. Yeah. If you guys, by the way, uh, we, we've had we've had a lot of people check in tonight. If you guys aren't following Cyrus on Instagram, once again, apparently that's what people need to see now. People on MTV, they need to see Instagram followers. So you got to yeah, hit yeah. up my man, Cy. On all my stuff, all my social media, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, and um, what's the other one? I don't know. Snapchat. S Y R U S M T V on all those. And of course, I can say for a fact, I'm I'm always watching your stories. And like whenever Cyrus is is working out, whenever he's going for a run, sometimes he'll put on that old ruins jersey. That 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 ruins Cyrus jersey. (laughs) That thing looks sick, man. It still looks pristine. I got two of those still. Ooh, ooh, I I, I'm gonna have to cut a deal with you for one. Get some money for for charity. Um, I, might, I might have to cut a deal with you, man. You, you name your price. Let, let's talk about it. I'll tell you what, I'll put it in a, I'll put it in a frame. I'll put it in a nice frame. You throw an autograph on there. I'll hang it up right here. All right. <laughs> I still great. got my jersey from that paintball mission, too. The spinning paintball no, you mission. you do? Ooh. I got that joint. And Ooh. I got a jersey. What's the name? Kelly? Was, no, not Kelly Ann's jersey. Something Ann. Ann yeah. from the Kobe. From the Kobe day. Oh, oh, from uh, from Northern Trail, I think, from Road Rules. I think so, that girl. I got her jersey, too, from that. Um, Yo, that's major. That, that's Those are classic uh, MTV artifacts that, that you're holding on to, man. And pe- yeah. people like that, though. If, if, if you put that stuff out there, people definitely dig that. I saw Nehemiah was doing the same thing. He had, like, a mm. bag of all his old MTV, all his old Challenge jerseys and stuff like that. There's a whole culture now behind Challenge jerseys. Everyone Memorabilia. Yeah, people want like people are ordering, people are getting like replica challenge jerseys made. There's a guy doing that on Facebook now. So that's that's a big deal. Yeah. There's a guy, there's been a guy doing it on Etsy for like years now already, also. Yeah, yeah people really? love that shit. Yeah, you can get them, you can get them made with your name. Sorry, you, you might have to you might have to hit you might have to hit them up. You might have to get that hustle going. <laughs> might be some teasers out there. Hell yeah. No, seriously, right. uh, this has been fantastic, dude. This has been incredible. This has been a major moment for me getting to talk to someone who shaped the way that I watch all this shit and why I still dedicate so much time watching this shit. Like somebody who was 100% a real one and who we definitely want to see back on TV and who I know we will see back on TV because Cyrus always comes out on top. Cream always rises to the top. You know what I'm saying? That is fucking true. Cream always does rise to the top. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. This has been awesome. Lots of amazing live viewers. Great comments. Uh, Check out Cyrus on all of those social media platforms at CyrusMTV. You can check us out also on all the social media platforms. We're at Saniac Podcast and at Shawnee Suisa and at ZCal77. This has been awesome, you guys. We will have our recap for you on Thursday. So come check that out. And if you haven't listened to all of our awesome interviews recently, check them out on our feeds. And our top 10 challenge seasons episode is also great. So if you're just getting into the show, watch that and you'll have some really amazing references on where to start binging and where uh, where you should get into everything for and what seasons. Um, it has been a pleasure this evening. Cyrus, thank you so much. We're going to chit chat after. Guys. And we'll definitely have you back on here. You know, you're, you're, you're a saniac fucking namesake. You know, like this is, this is now, 
This is you are you are actually our first returnee, so that's a big deal. Okay. Yeah, our yeah, first Joy, returnee. Joy says Joyce is looking real hot. She she said she says you're looking real good. So. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Joy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, thank you guys. We'll see you thank Thursday. You guys. Bye. Go, guys. Bye. Bye.